No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey, what's up? This is Mike Fenoya, host of Amigos Podcast here on the Osiris Network. What is Amigos Podcast? Well, I am a stand-up comedian, writer for True TV's Impractical Jokers, and a music freak. So I invite my pals to come talk music, comedy, 
and everything in between. So uh, if you want to come hang, we'd love to have you. Thank you. Connecting. Can you hear now? Oh, there you are. Hey. hey. There you go. So all those t- t- technical difficulties are real, huh? <laughs> okay, hang on one second. That is real. Oh, Buzz, it's good to see you. I love that you're at the good office. Good to see y'all, too. <laughs> How are y'all? Oh, hold on. So uh, are y'all in Portland? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, are you at the office? We're in space, man. We're in space. <laughs> Oh my god. What's up, Apple? How you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Hanging in there. Good. You know, just having I like ha- the setup. Having fun. Thanks. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm getting a, a peek behind the scenes here. <laughs> it is kind I'm of I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. You're ruining the illusion. Right? Oh, <laughs> well, what happened to our Hawaii backdrop? I don't know. We're, sorry. We're, yeah. <laughs> So, Buzz. What's up, Buzz? Welcome. How are you doing? What's up? I'm good. How are y'all doing? Uh, uh, we're okay. Okay. <laughs> I think wow, you're, you're gonna get you're gonna Dude. get different answers from each of us. Um, for me, okay. I'm I'm going a little stir crazy, and uh, I've what part of my mind I hadn't lost before this is completely gone. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'm certifiable at this point i've caught myself like quietly talking to myself and also not so quietly and then also staring at things with really big eyes like looking at the coffee maker with like confusion and insanity and i'm like oh shit i'm really fucking doing that like i need to stop i'm not just kidding i'm not joking i'm not trying to act crazy i am so that wasn't presence in your eyes earlier <laughs> no that's insanity your turn mel how are you doing i'm keeping myself feeling good buzz i am good. doing everything i can to stay upbeat and positive and sometimes most of the day i'll say you know out of the seven day week it works you know six and a half days yeah that's okay. Hey, that's, that's better good. than you know, five. I mean, yeah. okay, maybe, yeah, okay, around there, six to six and a half. But yeah, things are good. Like, six and three quarters. You know, a lot in the outside world has changed, and a lot in my inside world has also changed. But there's certain kind of consistency that makes me feel at ease, and so I don't have that kind of craziness up and down as much because I I do kind of feel a center somehow in this. Okay. Lucky well, you. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, well, I mean, we knew Aaron was going to lose his mind. It was just a matter of time. Not our time. Just oh yeah. Yeah. I, He's been trying to get rid of it for a long time, so losing <laughs> it was going to be easy. You know. Well, I didn't. I did wanted to wait till I was a little older. Yeah, a we're, bit. we're we, we don't say anything to Aaron, but like me and Mel are we're spending quite a bit of time trying to figure out where to place him. Yeah. Oh, he's going to need placement soon. Somewhere safe. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We had to start putting cork. If you know of any places. <laughs> what about what about you, Put Buzz? A thing like, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Seriously, Buzz. Though, like, how are you holding up, man? You know, I mean, I'm I'm actually pretty good. Um, you know, I think I feel a little differently about this than a lot of people. <clears throat> but uh, you know, for me, I, I don't know, man. It's uh, having the kids here every day is a little challenging. Uh, God bless my wife. She is the teacher for them, so uh, that's good. 
Otherwise, they would probably fail out of school if I was the teacher uh, or possibly not make it to school because I, you know, threw them out of the house. I, you know, it's one or the other. Um, but uh, no, man, I, I'm making it. You know, I, I, I go on drives. You know, luckily, Texas, we're still we're getting back to work pretty, you know, starting started on Friday. And then, uh, you know, for me, I'll just walk out of the house at like 4.30 and she'd be like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going for a drive. Just leaving the house. I, I cannot stay in the house all day long. I can't do it. Huh. I so, can't do it. so things are opening back up down there? Yeah. 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 They opened up, um, they opened up all retail businesses for uh, curbside pickup. So you can order online and then go get it there and they'll bring it out to your car. But they also opened up um, patios on restaurants. So, oh, wow. you know, we're, so you can eat we're outside. Back. Yeah, yeah, you can eat outside. Um, the one nice thing about this is Texas has always had laws where um, they wouldn't let you do any sort of liquor to go and they changed that so people can go get uh, margaritas to go, which wow. is awesome. So have Hell you done yeah. it? Do you get like a oh, big yeah. styrofoam? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how I know about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm yes, on my like 30th yeah, we did punch that. card. <laughs> yeah, we did it the first week. I mean, like, she was like, hey, we can get margaritas to go. I was like, all right, we're going to this place. <laughs> I was like, we're going to Joe T's. You're getting margaritas. Like, let's do this. Hell yeah. So what have you been doing besides taking care of the kids to stay busy, dude? Work's been, I, I'm lucky. I'm part of that essential, you know, group. So work mm-hmm. has been extremely busy for me. Uh, we're still shipping and moving stuff and getting orders and things like that. So work has been really nice um, as, a, as a thing to do, you know, not seeing customers and stuff like that, but um, just, just being able to be a part of an essential business has been, has been nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's cool. And have you been partaking in all the streams that are going on? a little bit you know i it seems like we always have something going on now like uh well like we had a social distancing happy hour with friends uh last night uh a friend of my wife's had her 41st birthday so we drove over uh dallas and did the parade thing which have y'all seen this no tell us about this that parade thing? no where people are like getting in cars and if it's okay, your birthday no. but yeah There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you get in your car and then you just drive around the house and I I don't get it. You know, whatever. It's uh, an attempt to be cute and recognize your friends or your loved ones because it's freaking insanity at home. That's why. Okay. Well, so we did that. See, Um, that's cute. That was a nice, nice gesture, Buzz. Thanks for participating in the ridiculousness. ridiculousness. Yeah, I saw, I went to go run today and there's a school next to us and to get to the track, you have to park in the parking lot and like walk through down into the track. And in the parking lot, there was like maybe 20 cars in a big, it looked like when the settlers used to round up the wagons. And around, wagon, train. not a train, but the, <laughs> wagon train. circle the wagons, circle the wagons, and they wagon all had circle. their backs of their cars open, and it was all these women from the neighborhood that we live in, with their coffee, having coffee together. That's cute. In a big circle in the park. It's a house. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous, okay? You should have been like six feet. Yeah, right? yeah. What, but what it goes to show, like, seriously, is that human beings have to be social. We have to. Oh, totally. You can't... I, we will fucking figure out a way. We will sit in the back of our car with a mm-hmm. cup of coffee 10 feet away and talk to each other in a park. It's... Well, I saw it. Did you see the one? I saw it on the... Uh, how do you see it on the news? Oh, because I was watching Saturday because Night Live. Because you were watching Live, the news? Saturday Night Live recorded, but I had one of the commercials. <laughs> and it, it was That's not the news. And no, I know. Yeah. I, it's a news source, but they were showing, it was a news clip, a real news clip in between. And like, I guess all around the country, they're going out in the morning, like kids and families, and they're banging pots and pans and no. clapping for all the essential workers. It was like, it was like you better okay, not that, do that on our street. That's what I thought of. It was like, man, if somebody woke me up in the morning banging I, I, on pots. They were lighting and pans. candles outside of windows. Okay, and that's stuff nice and like quiet. That. You can light yeah, a candle. Light a candle. Yeah. Golf clap. I think Golf they do that clap. at seven p.m. Yeah, in the <laughs> evening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome home. Welcome home. Yeah. Bing, bing. And then the yeah. other thing I wanted to ask you about was how you're feeling now that Dead and Company got canned. <sighs> well, I had. Did my, you see it coming? You know, I was. I was going to Jazz Fest, so we were going to oh, go to Jazz shit. Fest. So that's that's been a real bummer. Um, but for us, we were actually going to go to Africa. We were going to do a big family trip to Africa, and that's actually gotten canceled um, to postponed to 2021. Um, so I was kind of excited there for a few weeks because it was kind of blowing out any availability of summer tour for me. And... Um, like I was thinking, okay, maybe I can do Boston. Like right. that was kind of the last one, um, you know, cause we were going to get back and everything. And, you know, you take two weeks vacation or whatever, your boss is going to be upset if you're like, all right, I'm taking three Fridays off to go see yeah. Dead and Company. <laughs> um, so I was, uh, I was kind of looking forward to Boston, didn't buy any tickets or anything. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really, I think that's the hardest thing for me in this. And actually, so a buddy of ours, we went over there last night and, um, uh, we were talking and, and, you know, social distance, right. Distancing as we enjoyed <laughs> alcoholic beverages and friend time. And, um, he was like, man, what are you going to do without live music for months? And I was like, I literally don't know. Like that is, that is very much my medicine. Yeah. What do other people see. do? What do, what do squares do for fun? Uh, <laughs> we're not calling them squares. Go to the what? movies, get together for D and D night. Oh, uh, I don't know fuck, things man. like that. I'm okay with going to the movies. I've never yeah. played D and D though. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, but yeah. it's not as fun as live music. I'm sorry. Oh. I, I feel the same way, Buzz. It's it's my medicine. It's my release. It's church. It's all those things. Oh, and then it's not there. And oh, I don't know God. who we were talking to. Delta 89. When we talked Roth. to Roth. I realized that through this, my a lot of who I am is wrapped up in that. Is, oh, yeah. is part of that. Like that scene made me who I am and now it's not there and it's I feel weird I feel adrift yeah do you know what I'm saying 
Totally. I totally get it. And I mean, I was actually thinking about, um, you know, how things come up on your timeline and uh, we're very lucky to have a, a, a good cover dead cover band called forgotten space here. And um, last year, I think it was last Sunday. Um, they do a, a concert for like $5 and you go to the back of this bar in Dallas and, you know, you just get to enjoy a Sunday afternoon listening to dead and, um, I have so many friends that are in that scene that come out and it's like, uh, you know, it's just missing, missing that, you know, mm-hmm. missing those people, you know, but I will say for me, I think, I think one of the f- interesting things about this is I have probably spoken to my dead buddies way more than I've spoken to just my normal friends that I, I have like Stephen Tompkins, who lives in New York city. He and I text I mean, probably every day. I mean, we saw City Field together last year. <clears throat> and then Alex and uh, Nate, I probably talk to them, if not every day, every other day. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So wow. it's, it's kind of, it's nice because you still have that feeling of family okay. there. Wait a minute. That's right. Those, those guys that you just mentioned, did you meet all of them through the show? Well, kind of, kind of. Uh, well, you know what? Nate and, and yeah, yeah and the answer Alex. maybe yes. Actually, now that I think about it, well, maybe it's like, it might be like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon right. um, with Steven. But so yeah, Alex, I met him through Wicked Up for, through Mike over Wicked Awesome, yeah. Tennessee. And then <clears throat> I met Nola through you guys. And Nola and uh, so Steven, he bought one of Nola's shirts and was wearing it at playing in the sand. And I happened to see a picture at playing in the sand and I just DM'd him. I was like, hey man, like I love the shirt. How's the set? Because he was watching um, uh, Soundcheck and he was like, oh, it's great. And then he was living in Singapore at the time. So like he and I just got to chatting and then Nate, you hooked me and Nate up, which strangely Nate's good buddies that you met at the gorge. Yeah. I knew, I knew those guys from forgotten space. What? They go to every forgotten space show. Wow. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Okay. Yeah. I, so it was pretty crazy. Like learning about your ancestry, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I just got to back away. Something weird associated with Nate. This yeah, that's weird. Sense, <laughs> There's nothing weird associated <laughs> with Nate. Oh, oh, my God. Love that dude, man. I, oh. That oh, goes so to show fun. that it is, it is a family. No, no, no it's it is. Yeah. It that's is fucking It already so was a family, cool, but it's more. Yeah. That's, you yeah. know. Well, we're cute. Crazy. The whole thing is cute. <laughs> yeah, you know we're, we're cute. We're, we are cute because this is what, like when I was the other day, like this is what I envisioned. I wanted to see how everybody was doing because during this time, there isn't nothing going on. And we, we, our connection is you guys because you guys are listening to us. So you're our connection. So how are you guys doing? How What's going on in your world? How has it affected you? How can we make each other feel better so when we both hang up, we're all feeling good and then we play it back to the family and then they feel triple good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, but you guys have always... <clears throat> always been really good at that like you know you're like i think i texted not texted i emailed Aaron, 
<clears throat> the first time, maybe second time I listened to the show and I got a response right away. And then, you know, that, that, that connection was there. I mean, you guys have always been so uh, friendly and, and quick to, to say hello. And then sadly, I've been where y'all are sitting. I with right with Ryder and Apple <laughs> and Sid, yeah, Sid, yeah. Sid. Um, and Jasper. Jasper well, was in the belly. And Jasper, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jasper was there, so I got to meet them without meeting you two. That's crazy. I know what a crazy thing that that was such a, a odd time. I remember I was like Buzz. Is hanging out with the fam? Like, it, he's going to be here. That, like, These two, I'll tell you something, insider. Off off like camera and mic, they're, they're duds. Way kinda. different. They're, yeah. they're just like, Mel has no energy. It's a whole, It's a, with them, it's a whole act, like persona. It is, they yeah. nail it. They nail it. Well, yeah. I believe the bullshit when we're on My there. voice is totally different off the air, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. They both sound like, like nasally New Yorkers. I'm kind of like that commercial with um, that where you take off your <laughs> uh, Jason, Samoa. J- Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah. Taking off all my muscle. Awesome. Little spaghetti <laughs> arms. <laughs> Starts playing, sits yeah. down cross-legged playing the guitar. <laughs> Uh, so, I, I, Aaron, do you sound like Gilbert Gottfried when you're not I, on? Is that what? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like spot on. Exactly like Gilbert Gottfried. Squinting at yeah. me, it's like no, no, Apple Hi. Exactly like Bob that. Bobcat and yeah. Gilbert Gottfried. Mel's real name's <laughs> Ethel. She's yeah. got that New York nasal thing yeah. going yeah. too. Aaron, that's amazing. Constantly fight about Mozart. Ethel Rosenberg. <laughs> you know what, yeah. man? I, when we started started no simple road there was no like i don't know i didn't think about building anything or making it be something or and now that we're where we're at like i couldn't be happier that that's what this this, this thing in. turned when into when like when it first started you said that thing like all all people shows what hey if this reaches one person you know if this if this helps one person if i my story if this helps one person and now like the like you just saying about all these people that that are like part of your life and like part of your your day-to-day and 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 your family that's a fucking for me dude that's (laughs) mind-blowing completely a trip because like i said i never thought that that would be what would happen oh dude it's it's insane i mean like I, you know and i think i think to me in a way it's a little bit of a testament to what you started um and then what mel and apple and Ryder came in and did as well is that um i think it's that genuineness that you know when you were just sort of telling your story and, and sort of just talking to us and uh don't get me wrong. I love hearing from Steve Parrish and I love hearing from Jay Blakesburg. I mean, that's amazing. Right. Thing. And I have questions about that. So you oh, know, yeah. y'all run off, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it's that genuineness that you get. And, you know, I think for me, I was going through a bit of a difficult time then as well, which sort of feeling lonely. And, you know, as, as you get older and I move, we've moved around quite a lot. And I think I've told you this, you know, you get, it's harder to make friends Hell as yeah. you get older. And, you know, the city that I live in um, is kind of a place where people grow up here, they stay here, but or they go to TCU and they 
they stay here. So they just have all these ingrained friend groups. So it was, it's just difficult to make a lot of new friends. And then I really started getting into dead and company hardcore. I, at first I was totally against it. And then I started listening, started getting into it, found you guys. And um, then that turned into me meeting this other group of friends that, like I said, it become, you know, like I said, I talked to Alex and Nate, I mean, like if, if I think I've talked to Alex three times today, like Dang. just to be a text. So, you know, so it's oh, either rad. that or, you know, and Steven, I talk to him all the time. Um, but it's that friend group, that kind of a thing. So, you know, you always talk about, you put something out and it comes back to you. So for me, it was like, I was reaching out to you just to be like, Hey, I like the podcast. And then it gave back wow. to that, you know, the family gave back. And, I, and also, I don't want to leave Preston out. I know Preston oh, as well. Preston. Met Preston a few times. So uh, not to leave him out either. <laughs> Funny story about Preston. I was actually wearing y'all's or wearing the um, the hoodie. Uh, oh, uh, oh, the company that sponsors you shop guys. Shop Tour Boxes. Shop Tour huh? Bus. Shop Tour shop Bus. Tour, yeah. shop, yes. I was wearing a Shop Tour Bus hoodie and um, they all were talking about it. And he was like, man, did you get that? And I was like, yeah, I did. He's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm pressing. I was like, hey, I'm Buzz. And he was like, oh, they talk about you on No Simple Road. I was like, hey, they talk about you on No Simple Road. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what? what yeah. Where was that, Where Buzz? Was that? Yeah. That was at a place called Deep LMR Company, um, which I was going to see Forgotten Space. So, oh, you know, no. just kind of one of those those things, man. You know, just got the family. Have you had a chance to check out Children of Indigo? Have you seen them live down there? I haven't. I think I did text you a picture in the bathrooms at Deep LMR Company. They just... Or you just put stickers. There's stickers all over the toilet seat, all over everything. Mm-hmm. I think I texted you a picture of a Children of Indigo sticker in the bathroom. That's always That's brave, right. pulling out your phone as yeah. a guy in the men's room. Yep. <laughs> I'm just taking a picture of the fucking stickers, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, I think I saw your penis on a <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> well, Are you that guy? <laughs> yeah, that's me. So... Uh, what what are the questions that you had about? Well, so like, you know, I know you guys. Um, I, so a couple of questions that I have that I, you know, you said not to prepare, but, you know, not to I prepare. prepare. Of course. Um, I have to prepare. But my question is, how were you a youth minister? How was that a thing? <laughs> I, I want to hear more about that. And okay. I feel like the, the listeners qu- probably do question. as well. I will take this one because Aaron has, he's got like a PTSD I gotta from go. that. I'll be back. His, <laughs> he talks about his uh, people's ears getting hot when they get embarrassed or their cheeks I turning can, red. Um, when Aaron met me, I was deep into the Christian church. I was Wait, in hang on. A, not just the Christian church buzz. A four star a Pentecostal, Pentecostal four square church speaking in tongues, slain in the spirit fucking yeah. church Ooh. please yeah. continue okay. yeah and our um <laughs> <laughs> yes our pastor we had two pastors um one was pastor bud and he was like in his 90s and was on his way out and then there was another one pastor bill who actually married aaron and i um and he was an also an ex-heroin addict and ex-military uh, and he was so the church was also like uh very rooted in Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. 
Yeah. Which I had no idea. And, I, and I had no idea about and that. And a bunch of like hardcore ex bikers went to this church too. Yeah. So anyway. Interesting. Yes. That sounds like a fun church. Yeah. <laughs> um, it actually was really fun. Our youth ministry was really fun, and that's how I got there. One of my friends that I worked with at um, a movie theater, he got me and my friend to go to church with him. So we would all go to church together and they played some dope music like for back then, you know, like it was kind it wasn't like what you would think church music was. It was well, like it's, it's what, upbeat. It's what it is now. Yes. It's what it is now, but it was just more upbeat and more okay. exciting than what I remembered from having to go to church when I was younger. Take me to the river. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> nothing like that. No, ours was like, I went to Lutheran. So it was very like kind of Catholic, like Gregorian chanty kind of stuff, you know, hallelujah. Really you beautiful, know, like though. that. Yeah, not good. like that. Kind of spooky. But anyway, so I was. It was because of me that he ended up at the church because I drug him with me. Yeah. She. So when we first got together, she was going to the church, and I was fresh off the street and still dealing with all my shit. And um, I fuck, man. I figured i'd give it a shot i grew up in a like a non-practicing jewish house so that whole world was alien to me and anathema in a lot of ways like my dad constantly made fun of christians and so the rebel in me wanted to check it out and i started going with mel and before be- we got married yeah and I became friends, friendly with the youth pastor. And they had like a, a worship team. And it was uh, drums, bass, keyboard, guitar. It was a full band. And one night they were like, oh, you play guitar? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I play. And they're like, well, come, come play with us. Come to practice. Come to practice, whatever. yeah. And I was like, okay. And so I started going to practice just to play the guitar. And then at it this just point, though, we were being we were friends with them and we were starting to because we I was involved in it, not like highly involved, but I was involved and I was going on a regular basis and I was saved. And, and I can't do anything part way. No, if I'm going to go to church, I want to run the church. I, I can't. I'm just I don't know what it is about me, but. I can't just like dabble in something. I have to like right. all the way. So um, they were like, very much the same. <laughs> we, we need somebody to, to lead worship one weekend. And I was like, I'll do it. And, uh, I did it. And, and he fucking rocked it out. Talk about like, I was attracted to the music. This was like going from say, I, you know, I can't even compare anything, but it was just like, mildly upbeat to maybe like a you know one two three <laughs> to like like it was it Aaron was jamming he did and everyone loved it because it was like it revived this stale like you know church that needed like some young blood in there and so right. people loved it and he appreciated it because he was a fucking coming from the street you know like well and i also loved music and but what it was like everything he needed. Literally, Christian church right. was what 
Aaron and I needed to like heal and move to the next phase of our life. It was like a stopping point. It wasn't the end all be all, you know, we like, we both got saved and that then we, the youth minister part, we went away to some like youth ministry camps and youth ministry minister training camp. Yeah. Minister training camp. And then he, like he was a worship leader for a good hot minute. For three years. uh, Exactly. See a while. And then, um, well, <laughs> well, you can tell this part. And it, and it saved us. Like from my perspective, we weren't hanging around a lot at that time. Well, I was in California, mm-hmm. and I came yeah. back, moved back, was working construction, got into meth a little again and shit. And I remember they came and picked me up one day. Aaron's like, "You're going to church with us," and I'm high. Aaron was very pushy. And about it. like, like, okay, <laughs> we but I, the main thing I could see is how good were. Mel was was for him. And no, I don't give a fuck what my brother was doing. He was healthy. He'd gained weight. He had color back. He looked good. He was speaking clear. I could see his passion for what he was doing. And I, I went along and he did rock. We went there and was like, holy shit. Because I was like, phony baloney, you know, whatever. And I went along. I really enjoyed seeing them there and seeing what it had done for him. And not too long after that, I took I had to go back to California again to clean my shit out all the way. Yeah, was like, oh, my brother's doing good now. I I need to go do good. I f- burned that shit to the ground, though. I, <laughs> I fucking I uh, I don't want to say. Wait, don't, you don't have to tell this part if you don't want. No, to. it's okay. Just, it's uh, okay. It's all right. I I uh, I started seeing the holes in in what was going on behind the scenes, and um, turn that ringer down. I, I can't. There's you can't nothing, turn the ringer down. Nothing I can do about it. It's connected. It's not dinging on the phone. It's it's on the the phone. I started seeing the holes of what was going on, and I didn't know how to get out because I was in deep, and I was like telling myself, like, you have to believe this stuff, even if you don't believe it. Like, you have to toe the line. But even yeah. though I wasn't, didn't buy the buy it anymore, and that led to me starting to get high again and uh, I would get high and go lead worship (laughs) and that I ended up new challenges bailing on it on the whole thing after that but it was like Mel said um, I needed it at the time I didn't I didn't have a foundation I had completely fucking destroyed everything in my life so I needed something didn't matter what the something was I had to attach to something to start getting my shit back together. And, and that provided that resource for me. And I'm, I'm super grateful to it. It's fucking embarrassing. I I got a, I got a good quote to share because I don't know if you remember this. So my dad said this, but we've always, we've been close since we were kids and our dad, you know, our parents know each other, know us very well. And he, and when Aaron, this happened, he's like, well, good for Aaron. He's like, he went from jerking off to Jesus and fucking, you know, it was like, it, it was like it, the way it came out, you know, it's my pop saying, he was like, well, good for him. Went from jerking off to Jesus and like, we're in like no time. I'm good. And then I, back to jerking off. And then back to jerking off. Oh. <laughs> and, back to jerking off. Yeah. and then, you know, maybe Jesus a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, I'm grateful to it, man. And I wouldn't be sitting here. No, were it not for that, so it did suck. It It did suck to have that happen. Um, to start to be involved in that so deeply, because then we both became very involved. Like I was leading like women's groups and like 
participating in the other half of it and for it to just kind of like crumble like that. But I was, because I was involved, I was seeing the same holes. We just responded two different ways. You know what I mean? I was like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Well, it's like the same people that are telling me, you know, praise God are the ones that are freaking covering for Aaron. Like, you know, knowing he's getting high and all that and they're the ones that are like oh yeah you, you, you know you're your sister of the lord and all this and i was like fuck you guys like after i found out i was so uh, like oh, i mean i was really of course pissed at aaron but i was just like these are supposed to be people that have your back like your family your spirit family even and they're the ones that are not going to tell you. They're the ones that are going to be like smile in your face and know that your man's getting high behind your back. So that's why I just, rather, I just rather start a cult. I just it's way yeah. cooler. Well, well I just, way, did, didn't it end up like not too long after you guys quit? Didn't it literally burn to the ground? Yeah, the church yeah. burned to the fucking the, that ground. church. Like we watched it burn to the ground. It was really sad. He was actually oh, well, in there. I was in there while yeah. it was on fire. Yeah, he was practicing and something went electrical fire, right? Yeah, we were standing on the stage oh, okay. in we the were church. still going to church yeah, at the time yeah. when that happened. Okay. And, and we just gone I in for- I just drove up to the church and saw it like fire. We turned oh on the gosh. air conditioner. It was summer and sparks came out of the vent. And I was like, that's not right. We need to get the fuck out of here. And- we went outside and the whole roof lit up. So I guess like the insulation had been on oh fire for a little while and like smoldering. And when we turned on the AC, it, it fanned it and the whole place went Oof. up and it burned. Literally, there was not a stick standing. That shit burned all, all the way. The it was down. really crazy and sad oh because there was a lot of drama with that church. Like our pastor, the one that married us, he became a really great friend and a huge yeah, he was influence rad. on both of us in our life. And he died. And the way that that church did him. They did him dirty. They did him so dirty, man. And it just, it was like good riddance. And, and it, I don't mean that, like, I don't like... You, Karma played itself out there. Yeah. That's what I can say. And another awesome thing is I don't think I would have the tools to do this had I not done that. I just don't. I, I learned a lot about interpersonal relationship and the importance of it there. And, uh, I didn't have a little showmanship, a little bit. A little bit, uh, but you know what? I wasn't I think the showmanship was there. Uh, yeah, you didn't yeah. really like. He doesn't. Aaron doesn't. Okay, it's like me saying I'm quiet. Yeah. Like you know, Aaron <laughs> is. <laughs> he doesn't see himself as he is. Like no, yeah, don't. he is. He walks in the room and he's not the one that's got his back hunched over and his head down. It's not who he is. And so he came with that same like zeal to that position, not to mention what he was playing was rock music with church hymns, you know? And so like when the spirit of the Lord comes <laughs> down on me, I'll dance just like David did. Wow, Mel. And like 
But then he would like fucking do a solo or some <laughs> shit in it. And, and you would see these women with their skirts. It was almost like the Grateful Dead community with their skirts dancing and twirling around. I'm not kidding. Like that oh. It was when I happened. went, it was a party. When I went there, I was high as hell. And that drummer was dope. Otis, that and drummer. I, they made me get a, I just remember that. That was the only time I was raised Christian. Went to Church of Christ when I was a kid and everything like that. But this was like a whole nother level being that like everybody, ah. Yeah. And they made me get up, unbeknownst to me, Aaron had it all said that the pastor made me come up on stage. I was like, do you accept? I'm high as fuck. And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, I accept Jesus, man. I'm like, in my mind, it's like, how do I get this over with? This is really cool. I like being in the audience watching this. Everybody's looking at me now. Yep, praise Jesus. Pray. Oh, yeah, I feel him now. I feel him now. Yep, and I go back to my seat. Thank you very much. Oh, shit. So, so that, does that answer your question, like Buzz? Brothers. 20, 25 minutes later? <laughs> There, you know, Buzz, with us, th- there's very few questions that you ask us directly about our life that's a short yeah. answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard to just say, like, oh, well, how did you meet your husband? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a I really... I turned around and I saw him. <laughs> I went, next question. Yeah. There he was. Then now he's, and now here he is. <laughs> All right. So you got you got more questions? Yeah, there was, here yeah, he Yeah, number two. You got, you got more? I do. I do. All right, uh, let's go. So Steve Parrish, big Steve, uh, did you, I, I know you had never run into him or met him on tour or anything like that, No. but, um, what do you wish you would have asked him? Because this is the guy who holds all of the secrets. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. You know what's weird, Buzz, is like our conversations are very like open and candid always. But when we are with somebody, it's even more open and candid. And it brings up such a different um, variety of questions that you might want to know. Because by looking at, I feel like that with, um, what's the keyboarder from um, DSO? Robert. Oh, Rob, Rob. Rocco. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like if we would have interviewed him on the phone. We wouldn't have gotten the same. Well, like, here, here's the thing, man. We wouldn't have gotten the same conversation. So, in talking to the people that we've spoken to, rarely do I walk. O- okay, never have I walked away from an interview going, "Damn it! I wish I would have." I my brain does not work like that. I I don't function on that level. I'm not a um, I'm not an interviewer. I'm just having a conversation. So when you have a conversation with somebody, maybe you forgot to tell them something, or mm-hmm. um, you, you wish the conversation would have gone longer, or, or something. Right. Listen back. Or, like when or, we listen back, it's like, oh, I was going to ask a question about something earlier in the episode, but it got sidetracked. Right. But not. But like rare, I can't think of a time when I've gone, fuck, I, I should have asked this or that. And also, contrary to what Mel says about me, I'm not a stat person with like, 
years of this is when this part of the Grateful Dead history happened or like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know thing, enough. like hey Steve can you tell us yeah, about 76 why did Jerry exactly. do this and so, so it'd be really hard to come up with a question like that so it's fun just to hear his stories that come up to his mind as he's talking and, and when and, he asked me at the end of the episode okay you got one more you can ask me anything I had nothing I, I was just like, what's your fucking favorite memory? I want to hear what you think is the most amazing thing that happened in a life filled with amazing shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but I get what you mean. And I feel like if I was a different type of host that I would better be able to answer that question. Well, and if we pre-scripted stuff like Jay, Jay, you know, we've talked about, you've heard Jake Weaver, everybody Jake on the show. Jake very much thinks of things in a mind like that. He's given us stuff oh, yeah. written down before. That like, he literally you wants got this, to know. Get, he wants to know personally. And we're always Aaron, well, he gives Aaron the and Aaron's like, okay, I'll try to get to it. And usually you've got like get one. one of like 15 things because it just, it interrupts the flow, the naturalness of it. If also <clears> you're like, okay, yeah, but hold on. So, you know, and asking like a direct question, it just, it does, doesn't work well with us. Well, see, I guess my, the reason I asked that question is because y'all are such big deadheads. You followed them around. I, I mean, I have a question I would ask all of them if I could. <laughs> and I just, I guess I assumed that you probably had a question for, you know, like if Phil Lesh comes on and I mean, there's, you know, there's got to be something you want to know, right? Like, well, I mean, with Phil, maybe, maybe, maybe that's too broad. No, because no, no. Maybe that's there's a that's, thousand things you want to know. No, but. that's really like with Phil. I think it's more personal things that I want to know. Like, how did you deal with talking to Graham about psychedelics? I would love to know that. Um, what was it like for you when you were putting together Terrapin Crossroads? What was the original idea as opposed to what it turned into? Um, Things like that. You know what I mean? But as far as like Grateful Dead history stuff, oh man. Well, there's so, much, there's so, so many books. Much, yeah. there. I mean, there is so much knowledge out there. It's hard to know. Like, I can't think of anything like, man, I really want to know that one. And they've never, they've never answered Like it. when you walked off the stage at Cornell, did you know that that was the show that everybody was going to talk about? Or like, I, I don't know. I And I said this to Mel yesterday, actually. It's funny that we're talking about this. Um, I was talking to her about interviewing Trey and I was like, you know, it would be Trey really, Anastasio? Yeah. I was like, it would be okay. really hard to interview Trey and have it be interesting. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, not so much interesting for us. Interesting for them. I w because he, he spent 30 plus years having people ask him fucking questions in interviews. How am I going to, come in and ask him something that he's going to go, wow, that's fucking cool. Do you know what I mean? That, that 9,000 yeah. other guys haven't been like, so tell me about Cole one Trey. Like, what's it like playing a, a modified hollow body or whatever it is? Like, I, I don't, I don't know how to do that. So I just, I want to talk to the dude. What we care about. Yeah. We care about what he yeah. had for no, breakfast get, and how that. he's chilling. <laughs> I get, I, I get what you're saying. I think, and you know, I think if I had the opportunity to ask Steve a question, we'll 
probably be like when y'all left Chicago in 95, did you feel that that was the last time that you were ever going to be part of the Grateful Dead? Because, you know, I've read like, I don't know, 30 books about the Grateful Dead. And that's never something that's ever really been come up. And maybe it's in articles, you know, I haven't read every article, obviously. Um, but just something like that, you know, is, is when there is a uh, lot of stuff, I get that. Cause there is a lot yeah, of stuff around true. that time. Looking back now, everybody's like, yeah, we knew he wasn't healthy. Shit was weird. We knew shit was weird. I mean, yeah. He wasn't talking to the band. Yeah. He was on the butt on his own, butt. you know, everything was weird. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Not like direct. Like, dude, I get you. it. I get what you're saying. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's the, we take what we can get method at no simple road. <laughs> and I don't mean that to put ourselves down. I don't. I mean, like, like okay. That's fucking funny. Well, that's I want hard, that on that's a shirt. That's a hard one. No, like that road. direct we question, Jerry. That's something that would <laughs> feel comfortable asking. Can donators take what they can get? Yeah. <laughs> well, what I mean is, like, whatever you're willing to talk to us about, because I, I, this is my own personal thing. I don't want to talk to anybody who doesn't want to talk to us. Yeah, like, you've like, said that a lot. I don't, like, why? <laughs> why would I want to engage with somebody who does, who's not interested? So that right there. And secondly, like whatever you want to talk about, like if you want to talk about your record, your kids, your favorite color, like, yay, we get to hear that cool, that, that, the, that's what I mean. We're, we're getting what you're giving us. And, and I'm happy with that. I'm right. happy. And they get more interested when we approach it. Well, is there so many musicians we talked in the beginning? They're like, okay, so is this live? They like, they're feeling us yeah, out. behind the scenes. Yeah, as soon as they doing? realize we, they're like, okay, you got any questions? We're like, no, what are you doing today, man? They're like, oh, oh, this isn't a Q&A. No, is just a conversation. A, this is just a hangout. Okay, I'm comfortable right. with this. Buzz, I'm worried about the, the guy behind you. He hasn't moved. <laughs> fucking moved. In the, in like, can you knock on the window and make sure he's okay? <laughs> that looks like when they show the fake office workers in North Korea. That's funny, man. Moved forever. Um, yeah, and, and somebody like Steve, just as an example, Kimok is another one. That Jay. comes to mind. Jay is another one. Those people are fucking steam engines. You say one word and uh, and they're gone. Off they go. And they... <laughs> Cute. Oh, I like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so I feel like if a lot of the time my questions to them, and I, I mean, I, obviously we do ask questions. My questions to them are like, I'm jumping across the tracks in front of the train and trying not to get run over. You know what I mean? Like, okay, he's right. going to jump, go and get one in and, and off he goes. So, yeah. yeah. No, and, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like judging you guys. You're you just can asking. Judge away. I love, I love Shit. the podcast. But, yeah, no. I know. but it's just, I you know, I think you guys, y'all interview these people and I'm just like, oh man, I would have asked this. I, or I just want to know this answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, yeah. and, and I, I do that listening to Stern. Like when I used to listen to Stern all the time, I'm like, oh fuck, I would have asked this, that, the other, this. so I do it too. I mean, it's just yeah. na natural. And, and you, some people and, are guarded with their information too. Certain types of information, you know, like that, think about like if you were to ask that about, Phil with Jerry, like maybe he that's not the best time in his memory to recall. So he maybe, or maybe, like, or maybe he said it once your, and that was enough to be said, business. you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. That can yeah. make the whole thing. Well, the one thing we've joked, we mean, we've joked a couple times, right? Like anybody related with the dead is be like, well, why didn't you ask Do T Donna to tone it down a bit? Oh, like shit. to everybody just to fuck with them. Like, <laughs> oh my yeah, god, yeah, no, you don't do that. <laughs> 
Okay, so speaking of that, my wife <laughs> does not care for the Grateful Dead in any way, shape, or form. What uh, is she we were at her to? friend's house. We were driving home last night, and you know there was nothing on, you know, going through the channels. And I turn on XM23, which she never lets me stay on there long. Okay, I will say that. And it was a show from '74, and it was playing the band, oh. but it was just music. It was the music going, and all of a sudden, Donna's screeching comes in. Mm. And she's like, no. And I like already <laughs> turned it anyway. And I was just like, she's no. like, that person was in the band for a long time? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know. Listen, I don't man, think she can hear it, it, This really is before sing. in ears. This is you like, got, you got to give Donna a break. What does your wife listen oh. to, Buzz? Do what? What does your life, or your life, what does your wife listen to? Uh, you know, she likes a lot of pop music. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of dirty rap. Like yeah. you, okay, you know, yeah, all, right that, all that fun stuff. Her, her running playlist. I ran to it once when we first got together, and it was so dirty. I felt like people around me were judging, <laughs> like they could hear what was going on inside the headphones. Yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh, like turning it down. Like, you know, well, I never. <laughs> she sounds fun. Touching <laughs> my pearls. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Awesome! Oh yeah. Uh, has it has so the dirty. Grateful Dead thing been a, a point of contention for you guys? Not really. No, she's she's pretty cool with it. I mean, I get to go with my buddies and do stuff. I you know don't get to listen to it in the car unless it's Father's Day. So other than that, you know, I can listen to it as much as I want. It doesn't hurt, you know, doesn't hurt my, you know, anything yeah. between us. Stop she just, she lets me listen to what I want. But, you know, for me, the the dead and um, it's just, I don't know. There's just something about it. Like I said, when I discovered them, I love lyrics. I love songwriters. Like if you look at any record that I listen to, it's there's great lyrics to it. And that's part of it. And that's, yeah. you know, what, when I started getting into it, she was like, why the Grateful Dead? And I was like, well, you know, look at these lyrics. Like this is, you know, cause I was listening to a lot of Americana. I was like, this is similar to all this other stuff that I listen to. Mm. The music's a little different, but the lyrics are what grabbed me. Yeah. That's what I relate to the most. Wow. Yeah. There, there is nothing like Hunter's lyrics, man. They're, they're just, no, there's really not. And it's, it's on so many levels. It's, <laughs> It's just the craziest thing. And it, I've been searching for 30 years for other stuff that does that same thing. And it's few and far between, man. And and I find. Oh, yeah. And what I about fu- if like music is like, like a one love, like you have one love for your whole life. Like you like a lot of other people and you can talk to them and it's fun, but you have one love. That's fair. Maybe. You know? I, Some I, people yeah. are like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, in Searching for that thing all over the place, though, like I have found that when I do find other bands that scratch that itch, they have in some way mm-hmm. been influenced by the dead. It's the strangest it comes from, it's, that, it comes from that place oh, yeah. or that, that vibe or whatever it is. I don't know, but it's a oh, it's I, a I got this thing. buddy of mine who is like the cowboys dude you you will ever meet like and um you know maga super conservative dude just a great guy in general and he and i were talking um about records one night at his house like just having dinner and he was like and i said something about working man's dead and he was like oh that's one of the greatest country records that's ever been released 
And I was just like, what? what? Like, and he was like, oh, dude, he's like, that's right up there. He's like, all the, he's like, you look at William Waylon, you go put Working Man's Dead up to that. And he's like, it's, it's one of the best country records that's ever been released. Hmm. And I was like, Okay. I did not expect to hear that from you, sir. But uh, you are <laughs> I, I a thousand admire your opinion. I, you know what? I, that that is a testament to the um, adapt not adaptability, diversity. It's a new word. Yeah. Chando Nader's diversity at vegetables. And we get no we take whatever fresh, they want. Fresh, yeah, fresh vegetables. It's it's their diversity. Diversity, yeah. Thanks. Jesus yeah. Christ. I just went completely blank and was there was test patterns in my eyes. <laughs> it was firing. It was firing, but it wasn't working. Yeah. Wow. That's wow, right. His, med, his meds are wearing they off. They are. Wow. It's the coffee's kicking, not kicking in anymore. It's kicking. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Buzz. Wait. Do you have more? Uh, you get- I was just curious how long, and I, and I could have researched this, but I didn't. I was listening to the podcast today. How long was Blakesburg in prison? I don't even know. Oh, I, w- I didn't know he was in prison. He was in yeah, prison. We yes, so, yes, he did. yes, he, he did. Yes, he told you that. Yes, he oh, did. Yes. Buzz. Okay. See, Buzz. See. Okay, what happened right there? Aaron does to me all the time with private and non-private things. Why all gotta, the time. Why you show me out? Because <laughs> it that. happened in real life right now in front of so many people. <laughs> so I want to record it. Didn't happen. Right. I didn't know he never went mind. to prison. That yeah, never that happens. was that was. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, that's right. I don't know why the number seven is coming into my five is in my head. Seven. I it was several years. Yeah, too. it was. I, I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we all we all lost a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a question we don't know. <laughs> We're not good at questions. <laughs> that was, that yeah. was another. Amazing Didn't you write this essay? I, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me what kind of pizza I like. Something easy. That no. was another amazing <laughs> interview with that guy. Like he is such a good conversationalist. Just and he's been knows how to tell forever. Story. He's been around those yeah. people forever. Yeah, very comfortable. with Oh yeah, super cool. That was a great interview. That was a great interview. He was he was very talkative. You could tell he's very interactive. Mm -hmm. You know, that's I imagine that's the hardest part is when y'all get those people who don't want to talk to you. I mean, that's got to be which we luckily we have not. We we've we've searched. We haven't had too many duds that haven't wanted to talk to us. But there's a handful that like you got to pull them (laughs) out. Yeah, yeah. When you ask me, you're like, I got a good question, and they and they go yes. I would You're say like, out of 100 and what, almost 40 episodes, it literally probably like five, probably five or less. I got three. Yeah. Three. All right. Yeah. There was three. I know I can think of three. Off yeah. The top okay. Of That's fair. And I probably would agree with you too. I'd say, yeah, we'll have to do that. Talk about we'll that. Talk off about that yeah, off the I know. I love this. This is so <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. You have to text me after. Well, and, and I think one, after one of them, I texted you and I was like, have you ever listened to Mark Marin interview? Um, Jay, uh, uh, from dinosaur junior. Jay Maskus. Um, yeah. yeah. And you were like, no, why? And I was like, that interview was a lot like listening to that. Ooh. It was just like, Ooh. like I want to listen. Like Mark Marin is just he's just dragging it out of Jay. That's one thing like that he, I wanted to say to you, dude. And seriously, for, for real, for real, for real. I know what you're going to say. You have been the best support for me personally doing No Simple Road, and your honest feedback means a lot to me. I appreciate it and I take it to heart and I don't get offended and I appreciate you saying when you think that I fucking drop the ball and 
I, I appreciate that, man. Me I want too. you to know that because it you I need it. I need it. it. That's the kind of shit that we were just talking to Brent Rademacher from Curation Records, and it's not the times that you are go across the goal line. It's the times that you fucking face first into the grass that make you who you are and that help you get better. And when somebody lets you know, hey, man, I saw this and this is how you can do it better. Fuck, dude, that's that's invaluable. Yeah. After the crying yeah. stops. Well, yeah. After after I after like fuck <laughs> after the, the weeks so he breaks <laughs> breaks a bunch of shit and he's like, no, you know what, Buzz is cool. Then man. he's texting you, Buzz. I love you so much. Thank you so much for the positive feedback, Thanks, brother. <laughs> no, seriously, what he He's said, dude. You have. He, he said it to me. Well, Mel probably a lot more. Me too. You, you yeah. You mean the world to yeah. us and and him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to thank you too because you know when you're married and you have a partner, it's really great to have um, somebody else that has an impact, a positive impact on your partner. And that's rad. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for that, because exactly what Aaron just said, that positive like criticism or just acknowledgement or just the fact that you you're paying attention to notice that and then give it to him because you have a rapport with him. It's so it's like a big brother. It's like a, a, a cousin giving you the pat on the back. And it's really cool, for, um, like I said, as a spouse to see that because I, I reap the benefits from from him being elevated by you. So thank you for real, for real. You're welcome. And I th- and I, honestly, I think when I did that the first time, I, you were like, oh, I didn't get that at all. And I was like, oh, OK, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, hey. no longer on the board. <laughs> just I just lost the Grand Wazoo. Yeah, I just, I, that, that makes me think of Heidi Klum when she's like, you're out. Well, you're not out, Buzz. You're so you're definitely in. in. You're so in. <laughs> we love you, man, so right, much. Brother. For real. We'll talk y'all. to you Thank soon, you. man. All right. Y'all be good. Love Send love to the family, man. Yeah, love to the family, man. All right. All love right. you, man. Thank you very much. Peace, peace. Bye-bye. Night, Buzz. Boop, boop. End meeting. Leave meeting. End meeting. Leave meeting. Yay, Buzz. No Simple Road family, we love you. We'll see you guys next week with more stuff and things. Stay tuned this week. We have an interview with who we have this week. I'm not sure. We've we've been busy. Tara Lee with Weathers. Oh, Tara Lee. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we had I was, I was testing you guys, and everybody already, failed. Well, I thought oh, we I already thought put that one out. No, <laughs> no. Tara Lee Weathers from yeah. Rockin' Life this week, you guys. So Wednesday evening, that'll drop, and we appreciate you all listening. Follow us on Instagram. Do all this stuff and all things. things and go, stuff. Go to the go to the website. Support us on Patreon, and we love you. And we'll see you next week. Peace, Peace, Peace. guys, gals.
well as a fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.